0: Hey mama, it's Shannon. I know, I know, I know it's been way too long. There has been a lot going on in my life. I'm sure there's been a lot going on in your life and we have so much to catch up on. I'll give you a brief um, intro into that and then we have got to dig into some information. It is Black History Month, February 2024 and I could not let this month And without speaking to you about some things you can do to celebrate black history with your children to bring some recognition some honor to Black culture. Black history is American history, and I love to say that. We just have so much to catch up on, okay? So I'm not even doing an intro. I'm not doing any of that. I'm getting right to it, all right? So I last spoke with you back, what, in September? Okay, school started, and I'm teaching kindergarten, and it's been absolutely insane. When I say insane, I mean in saying like capital I um I just my patience has is not what it once was um all day with kindergarten and then coming home to my three kids I also Ezekiel is also in kindergarten it's just been kind of a hot mess just a little bit and then you know I was running daytime playtime our in-person center long story short um we closed the in-person center. I still have our online courses, but we closed our uh, in-person center. Um, we lost our mother. Our mother, my mother-in-law, passed in November, and y'all, it's just been really tough. Like, it is definitely losing her. I'm, I'm grateful she's with Jesus. She's dancing with Jesus. She's saved. She's a believer. Um, but she was only sixty-one, y'all. Like. That is really, really young, and my husband's father already passed, and so it's just been really tough, you know, like explaining death to the to the kids, and just you know, just we. I mean, it's weird, you know. It's Thanksgiving, and we couldn't call her up, or we didn't see her, and Christmas, and so it's just been a lot on our family, but it really did cause um me to just really prioritize what I say I prioritize you know we say I prioritize God you know I prioritize my marriage and it's like was I I feel like I was focusing so much on daytime playtime in the center and in our school kids or just all of that and it's like no God first my marriage my kids then all the rest of the things can kind of come into play and so just doing some Some report prioritization, and I'll probably do an episode on that and I'll just get deeper into that. But just know, I have been thinking about you all, it's just been a lot, and my priorities had shifted, and so they're kind of getting realigned and slowly but surely kind of making a way. But like I said, I want to get into it. Um, My girl kind of just encouraged me and just gave me some great words of wisdom and just some encouragement about what it is that I do. I love to teach moms how to raise smart, independent children who love Jesus. Like that's what I love to do. I'm passionate about it. And so I do want to share those things with you. According to history.com, Black History Month is an annual celebration of achievements by African Americans and a time for recognizing their central role in US history. So, back um, back in the 20s, Dr. Carter G. Woodson, he was a Harvard-trained historian. He created what we called what was called Negro History Week, okay? And since 1976, it grew into a month-long celebration and he picked he's he picked February as that month because Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass's birthdays both fell in February. So that is why February has been chosen for the month. I love Black History Month. It's been really cool for me. I didn't actually grow up with a lot of Black History. Most of the schools that well, all, all of the schools I went to were predominantly white, but in working all of the schools I have been were working at have been predominantly black so there is always a black history program at these schools and so that's been really cool to be the dance teacher typically for that program and so I've been able to do a lot of dances with the kids and all of that and so being at the elementary school this year the theme for the program was dancing through the decades and so our pre-k kids did like a little drum cadence like African drum Dance and then our kindergarten kiddos did a dance to wade in the water. That'd be something to look up if you've never heard that one. And so it kind of goes through like that's kind of like slavery, like the slaves were trying to escape. And so, wade in the water, and that way the the dogs could not sniff them out. They would, you know, wade in the water. And, it, and the lyrics go, God's gonna trouble the water. So it's kind of like, he'll, he'll protect you. So that was a cool one. And then and then, so that's kindergarten, and then first grade, they did A Tisket, A Tasket by Ella Fitzgerald, and they were just so excited because they've heard that nursery rhyme before, but they did not realize that her version made it such a popular nursery rhyme. That made, it was a big hit for Ella Ella Fitzgerald, so they got to see her music video, you know, black and white, (laughs) and um, got to see that, and then the second graders did the Duke Duke Ellington and Ella Fitzgerald, it don't don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. Y'all, like it was so cute. They had so much fun learning like this old, this old style of song and dance. And so then third graders did, do you love me? Do you love me? By the contours, they love that. It's around the '60s, so we're going from like the '20s with Ella Fitzgerald, '20s, '40s, and then we have the '60s, the contours, and then we had skipped up into the '90s. I am a '90s baby, right at 1990, and so we had "This Is How You This Is How We Do It" and Montel Jordan, which like was his like number one hit. I was thinking, I was like, I can't think of one other song by him, but that was like the jam in the '90s. So they dress up '90s theme and and did that and then the fifth graders danced to like an extra extra clean version of yeah so music's always tricky but um we made it work and they really had a good time so it was fun and then what he did the super bowl too so yeah i grew up on like usher so so it was a good time and um we got to just dance with the decades and learn so much about black history another thing another song that was played was lift every voice and sing which is the black national anthem and it was just more just an anthem of overcoming and triumph and all of that and so i actually taught the boys that when they were really little i have to like sneak it in there well not sneak it in but bring it up again because they'll forget it you know if you only sing it one month out of the year um you know so but they learned all the lyrics and i had them you know sing a song and like zeke just belts everything he sings he belts (laughs) he belts it all out i want to share Three ways that we celebrated Black History Month and hopefully that you can implement these into your life as well. Right now we have a second grader, a kindergartner and a preschooler at our house. <laughs> Naomi since I last spoke with you, she also tested into gifted. Yay. So I got a little black history, I don't know award in my head um or I don't know whatever that they all tested into gifted at age 3. All that is amazing just any race and so and it's really cool minority um, just didn't happen a lot. So that's really cool that they were able to do that. All right. So get into it. <laughs> Number one, we attended a black worship service. All right. So we went to a black church. We currently attend a predominantly white church and cause we're kind of doing some things to outreach and all that kind of stuff. And it's a wonderful church, wonderful people, and we love it there. But our kids have never been to a black church y'all. Like as they were old and old enough to kinda of understand like what was kinda of going on. When they were babies, they went to my grand my grandma's church, that kind of thing, but they don't remember that. And then our previous church was multi ethnic. It was very, very mixed. And so they just they've never seen just a pretty much all black church. So we went to a black church and, yo, know, the praise and worship was like energetic and clapping hands and they were like oh wow like this is cool you know like they like it you know they're they love to dance and sing and clap around so that was cool and then they had never um, just the way that people spoke and um, that kind of thing they just weren't used to it and so it was it was cool to them and to be able to uh, see people that looked like them they've never I mean their school is is pretty white too. So they had never really been, besides our family, they would never really been around a large group of black people. So they thought that was cool too. If you can't attend a black, church, you know, maybe watch one online or a little bit of just a praise and worship. At our church, we actually were able to incorporate some black history. We had the kids and the congregation saying, I know it was the blood. And that was just like a song I grew up on in church. And so being able to share that with the congregation was really special. Naomi did a little solo. She loves to sing. And so that was fun. And. Also, I just on my own, I just listened to like some other hymns that I grew up on. One's called Guide Me, O oh, thou, thou Great Jehovah, y'all. And in the black church, you know, it's it's like kind of moaned out. Back in slavery time, you know, they kind of moaned out there. Somebody would—it's more call and response. Somebody would say the first line, and then the, the, the rest of the people would repeat it, right? And y'all, you need to look up Guide Me, O oh, Thou Great Jehovah. Like, you need to hear, like, a black version of it. And then you need to hear, like, a non-black version. Yo, like, I was— laughing. It was just so different. (laughs) It was so different, but it was cool. It's cool. Just different takes on, on music. So number one, some kind of worship service or some kind of like worship music styles. Check those out. Number two, check out some black history, like movies. Now, maybe if you have some older kiddos or if you yourself want to watch the movie like Selma or something like that, those are great as uh, with our family, Hidden Figures is PG. Now, disclaimer, the movie came out in 2016, and this is, I guess I was, I probably, yeah, Isaiah was either in my belly, or he was like a baby, so we saw when it first came out, and I just don't remember, I remember the movie, but I didn't remember this, it says like the D word like 12 times, so (laughs) if you do choose to watch that with your children, that just may be something you discuss, or you know, if that's not something that you feel comfortable with, you know, do however you need to do. But the, the movie really is good. And, and the kids were able to see, you know, just, it's not slavery. So it's more hidden figures. It's Octavia Spencer and Taraji, um, Hens, uh, Taraji P. Henson, Henson, am I saying her name right? Um, and, oh, I can't think of the singer girl, but she's really good too. And they are, like they're acting as the NASA mathematicians, Katherine Johnson and so many of the women, the black women who were doing all the mathematics, you know, the computers behind the 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 takeoff into space. And so it's really, really cool because A they're black, but then they're women, so like oh, all kinda points, all kind of stem stuff. Like it's really, really cool. And so they enjoyed that. So some sort of media, we liked the Hidden Figures movie, but like I said, check out some other movies, maybe Ruby Bridges, check out some other movies like that could be something, a real treat to inform your children and yourself just more about black history. There is also a Hidden Figures book. You know, you could also read a book, like a story, you know, I'm all about books, right? And so you could read a book, if the movie, if you're not comfortable with the movie. During the movie or the book or whatever media you choose to explore with your children, stop a lot. We paused a lot and we talked about, you know, so in the movie, the separate water fountain colors and all that kind of stuff. And we just talked about, yes, you know, Grandma Agnes and Grandma Monica, they were one when this was kind of taking place, but things were still separated as they grew up, you know, just, just talking about it, trying to put it into context. We use people that they know to kind of, kind of make it a little bit more realistic as far as the time, because that that is hard to conceptualize for, for little ones, but it was really, really a good experience for our family. The third thing we did was an online course. My great friend is a founder of an online homeschool and it's called Amagade Academy. I'm gonna link it in the description because she's amazing y'all. She's a military wife as well and she's like master's degrees and all this kind of stuff she taught in the school system for a long time and then she decided she just felt called from the lord to to start this school some years ago well she offered a course we have just been doing it for the month of february it's called heroes in black history and there is a book that goes along with it true stories from the lives of christian heroes and it's you know different black people that you've heard of um and some that you haven't, you know, like so obviously, like a Harriet Tubman and a, um, maybe a Ben Carson, maybe that some of the kiddos probably have not heard of. So it was really cool to be able to dig into and read some more about their stories. And I learned stuff, I learned things too. But what was really also cool is that there were discussion questions and they had to type them in, right? And so, uh, Ezekiel didn't do a lot of typing, he's my kindergartner, he can do a lot of typing, my second grader was having to look at evidence from the text, right? Look at that evidence and answer the questions. But the beautiful thing about it was that it also involved scripture. And so we got to study scripture together and how that particular person that we were studying that, you know, maybe it was, um, George Washington Carver or somebody we were studying, how Whatever they use, maybe whether it's perseverance or somebody you know, dignity or just whatever it was, um, compassion, things like that, forgiveness, whatever the the character trait was from the you know biblical character character trait, we were able to tie that to the Bible and um, just really really talk about it and discuss it and. And it was so good. It's been such a good course. I can't believe it is almost over. Like, we have been looking forward to that. And that has been really, really good for our family. So check out the course online. I don't know if she'll still be doing it. Like, she'll be doing it again. Um, but Day Academy. And like I said, I'll link that in the description. And then the book down in the description, too. So in review, to celebrate Black History Month with your family, My tips, number one, attend a black worship service. Number two, watch a black movie, like a black history movie, like Hidden Figures, or a book. Number three, to incorporate the Bible and scripture. And we did that through the book and online course from my friend, Kamika Raby, Amagaday Academy, called True Heroes, Black Christian heroes. Did I say that right? I don't know. (laughs) And so your homework, your homework, you have homework. I know it's been so long and I have not been checking (laughs) your homework, but I plan to start doing that. Get into our Facebook group, look up Keys to Kindergarten Readiness on Facebook and um, post what you did or what you plan to do with your family to celebrate Black History Month. And if this bleeds over into March, like whatever, just do it. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's fun. And it's great to just expose our children and ourselves to more culture and more history makes us all better. Lord, I thank you for each and every woman that is under the sound of my voice, dear Lord. I thank you for allowing this podcast to come back refreshed and I pray for consistency dear Lord for my half dear Lord I pray for consistency on the mom's behalf dear Lord as they're working with their children day after day when patience gets short dear Lord I pray that you would encourage them and give them more patience dear Lord and may we work together to just bring you glory we love you we thank you in Jesus name amen You got this, Mama. To God be the glory. I'll see you next time.